show Thanks for tuning in Here it comes again Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, hello. Welcome to another episode of this show. This episode is called Weather the Storm. That was thunder. Before I begin this, I have to mention that I am in no way saying I'm an expert on anything at all, and in no way am I saying that everything coming out of my mouth is 100% fact. This is all based on periodic internet research of just a few days. I've read articles that offer support as well as articles of critique and claims of false truths. And I promise you I'm not trying to push any specific agenda or side to anything. I'm just a bit sick of people believing something to be right or wrong without doing any research other than uh, just listening to biased news outlets or living inside the echo chambers they've created for themselves on social media. And in person sometimes with like-minded people. Okay, let's dive in. Forgive any mispronunciations here. Greta Thunberg is a 16-year-old girl from Stockholm, Sweden. Her mom is Malena Ehrenman, an opera singer who has recently had a book published about her family and the environmental crisis. I have yet to read that book, but I would be interested in checking it out sometime. Greta's father is Swedish actor Svante Thunberg. Greta also has a younger sister, um, Be- Beat A, Beata, Beta, Beata, I don't know, Ernman, who apparently sings as well. Her grandfather on her father's side was Svante Arrhenius, Arrhenius. He was a physicist, though mostly referred to him as a chemist. He received a Nobel Prize for chemistry in 1903. There seems to be some suspicion of Greta being used somehow to push the climate change agenda, as it is. And I think some of that skepticism is because some of her grandfather's work also involved climate change research. He used the basics of physical chemistry to help explain the ice ages and linked it to a rise in atmospheric carbon dioxide, which is better known as the greenhouse effect. He also concluded that human-caused CO2 emissions from burning fossil fuels and other combustion processes would be enough to cause the surface temperature of the Earth to rise. I can understand that connection being uh, something to consider and her wanting to make waves about this stuff, but I, I see no reason to consider that a negative thing. I think it also has to do with her age and life experience, which somehow means she's too young to understand the pros and cons of all this. In a way, I could agree, but... I don't know her or her family. Have you ever met young kids that seem a little smarter than their age? Being around the right people and the right environment, it's totally possible for her to be wiser than most people would assume. And hey, she could just as much be an uneducated puppet as stated by many people. But is there proof of either? To get a little background about Greta's movement here, let's go over a few things. She says she heard about climate change when she was 11 years old and didn't understand why no one was taking action. As far as I've seen and heard, she's also been diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, which is typically a higher functioning form of autism. 
She also has been diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder and selective mutism, which is something I've never heard of before. It's apparently a condition where you only speak if you find it absolutely necessary. I'm not sure if any of those things really dominate her current life in any way, and I haven't seen any, any uh, official documentation on her diagnoses either. Greta won a climate change essay competition in a newspaper in May of 2018. She started school climate strikes in late 2018 after seeing kids holding similar strikes after a school shooting in February of the same year. By December of 2018, there were reports of an estimated 20,000 students from various countries across the world joining in on her, quote, Friday for Future, end quote, strikes. She has been criticized over and over and made fun of over and over and merely seen as an ill-informed little teenager. Rich Lowry sharing under the National Review, Christopher Caldwell under the New York Times, Adam Kalkstein under New York Daily News all combat her claims of stolen childhood with science and statistics of improved global poverty, global health, jobs, and other stuff. I don't know where any of these people, including Greta, are getting all of their science and statistics from, but her intentions seem fairly clear to me. She's concerned about the future of her and other children. If you think that's ridiculous, can you go ahead and ask yourself why you think that's ridiculous exactly? Can you call on science and statistics to prove that our future is totally secure and sustainable at the pace we are living right now? To me, Trump not wanting to be in the Paris Agreement isn't uh, a great inclination of clear vision of our future. Greta, the few article writers I mentioned, political figures, and whoever else that's voicing their opinions and concerns on this matter simply cannot be getting their information from the same places, can they? I guess it's kind of the same as the arguments about eating meat or going vegan. Beyond ethical and moral implications, when breaking down the science and statistics, people aren't typically pulling their information from the same sources. And if they are, they're typically cherry-picking things that better suit their argument. I'm not really trying to get into that subject any further, but if if there was absolute clear-cut evidence that one way of eating and digesting our food and nutrients was without a doubt the best and most functional method for human consumption, I don't know that so many people would still be scratching their heads and arguing about it. Regardless, the arguing factor heavily contributes to some of these big concerns not being resolved. Everyone has to be 100% right or 100% wrong. That's what I mean about not having clear-cut data that will indisputably show 100% fact or 100% fiction. We might never have that anyway, so let's at least have a conversation about it. Approach things with an open mind and a willingness to be wrong and maybe even be educated on something. Work together. That's just too much to ask when it comes to what we eat, how we live, and who runs the country, I guess. All the Facebook politics about Trump's impeachment are just as annoying. People calling all Democrats stupid or worthless or whatever for, for what? It just shows to me how close-minded and stubborn you are. It shows your willingness to cause flourishing negativity just because you can. Or maybe you just enjoy being a bully. Yes, there are definitely people on the left that are a little boogoo. But when you say the left, you are insinuating that there is one line in the center 
and people can only be on the left or the right. And that is kind of mental retardation to me. That is a failure to recognize that we are all succumbing to negative forms of tribalism. And as I said before, are you really that passionate about your team because of the impact it has now and for the remaining time we have in this universe? Or do you just want your team to win? Just because. I mentioned all that in a previous podcast about politics. It's just, it seems so dumb to cling to one side or the other when all it does is just divide the shit out of people. Your team sucks. No, your team sucks. Hey, shut up. (laughs) Why don't you actually engage with someone on a personal level if you want to express why you think one way is superior to another? Calling everyone liberal or a snowflake or whatever is just ridiculously unproductive. I see quite a bit of people talking down to others just because they're on a different political spectrum. And instead of asking why someone thinks their view is better, you just vomit out your insults and expect what? You think that's going to change someone's mind? If that kind of shit makes you feel good by being that way, you need to reflect on that. I don't think that's healthy. Back to a serious question. Where are you getting your science and statistics from? Wherever it is, people are so confident in having a heated opinion about it, right? Which I think that's another huge problem. We need experts here, not Facebook scrollers, keyboard warriors, biased article writers, and misguided teenagers. Opinions and ideas can come from anywhere and anyone, but when it comes to any sort of debate on science, I think that should be left to the scientists and the people who actually know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm not saying you can't have an opinion. But if you carry that opinion around like it's concrete fact, that's just downright silly. So why can't we just get the top 10 climate scientists in every country together so they can share their findings, whether the evidence or hypothesis is good or bad, and together they could all come to a general consensus and evaluation of the world today and compare it to the world of yesterday and come up with the potentials of the world of tomorrow. Sure, that might sound like some sort of fantasy situation, but it sure doesn't seem like it would be that hard to do, does it? Perhaps it's a money thing. Well, if our future is is in question at all, money shouldn't be a problem. How can you gamble with humanity like that? Regardless of what you think Greta is doing, and after seeing what the media shows you and what you hear inside that old echo chamber, she's still an underage teenager who is spending her time trying to make a positive difference instead of skipping school to get high or drunk or whatever other unproductive thing young teens could do. People were upset and poking fun at her for being Time Magazine's Person of the Year last year. As published in the 2002 edition of Time, the title Person of the Year is based on a person or group of persons, for better or for worse, for better or for worse, has done the most to influence the events of the year. It's recognizing a person or persons for overall influence and impact, not an award for a specific accomplishment necessarily. I'm not defending her as the sole deserver of this title for 2019, but I don't have anyone else that comes to mind, and I somewhat trust that Time Magazine did their homework to make sure everything about Greta is factored in before making that final call. But I could certainly be wrong. Even still, it seems a little worthless to dedicate so much time and energy into criticizing something that doesn't seem like it would directly affect you. I guess if she's wrong, she could be causing all sorts of 
children all over the world to miss school and spend spend their time making a fuss about something that's factually wrong, but I doubt she's that wrong. I also doubt the scientific evidence is interpreted that wrong. I also doubt all the people that agree with her are that wrong and have done zero research. I also doubt a lot of people against her have done much research either. Either. And you know, if the people that are criticizing her think that she's doing something negative by distracting a bunch of other kids all over the world, I have yet to see that being thrown out there as a reason for discourse. It's basically, she's uninformed. But that's pretty much it. Go back to school. That's the kind of stuff I see in an attitude that just begs the question, why say anything at all? That's the same as disliking videos on YouTube because you don't like the music or the video. All you have to do is go to the next video or stop watching. If it's misinformation, and you know this is misinformation, you know 100% (laughs) (laughs) that it is false, then yes, dislike. Engage that falseness. Expose the false, falsitivity. What is that a word? Falsetto. Just stop being a butthole. All the stuff I've said so far is just things that I have pulled from various sources online and uh, checking consistency between places. I've read several articles for and against Greta, as well as articles agreeing and disagreeing with the science behind climate change. Once again, I'm not an expert, and I have not spent hours and hours on this whatsoever. Even after my little bit of research, I can't come to a firm enough conclusion on Greta or climate change to the point where I feel confident in bashing something or someone in either direction like I see people constantly doing. My point here is to emphasize the necessity of an open mind and a willingness to look into something to gain the best perspective, rather than just regurgitating what you saw in the news or what some of your good friends posted on Facebook. I'm obviously not a climate change denier, but I'm also not confirming that I know all of the shared findings so far to be 100% true. How would I know that? I'm not a scientist. I haven't seen the data in my hands. How can I be so upset? How can I be so concrete in my opinion? In my tiny brain, I cannot possibly see how the exponential growth and expansion of our population would not affect the atmosphere. People are using more and more fossil fuels because there are more and more people Just look at the population growth in the last 40 years. There's intentional and unintentional fires that burn and burn, which do have an effect on our environment, especially when the fire catches to tires and plastic and all sorts of other bullshit. It's going to get worse and worse before it gets better and better if we all just keep pointing fingers and assume that climate change is some sort of hoax and everything is just going to magically be okay. I wrote all of that out in the last few weeks or so. I've obviously uh, veered off script a couple of times, but my views have not changed throughout these last few weeks of sitting on that when I started writing it because there's still so much discourse and so much all of this side is dumb. All of this side is whatever. All of everything is just so black and white. I don't understand how everyone sees black and white. There's no, you don't have any sort of gray anywhere. You can't accept any gray in your life. Is that it? That doesn't even make any sense. Take away from this what you will. It's just another episode of stuff I've been thinking about for 
the past few weeks, which this is a little bit more direct than my last few random episodes. But this is a problem to me. We're not talking. We're just yelling. We're yelling at each other, yelling past each other, talking past each other, which leads to yelling past each other. You don't give a shit what this person believes because they have a certain hat on or they're wearing a shirt that says one statement. So you think you know that person. You think you know what they stand for. That's so dumb. I've been guilty of that. I, it's, it's something that we do subconsciously, I think, but you have to recognize it and stop it. Realize that that's what you're doing. You're closing off potential people that could be really a, a great friend or if you think that your way is the right way, you might be able to convince them to go your right way since it's right, right? <laughs> Similar to religion, you know, you want to recruit more people into your cult, <laughs> into your friendship cult, you know? And you, if you just dismiss someone just, just based on one thing that you have assumed and made several other assumptions based on that first assumption, then, I mean, do you feel good about that? Or do you even know that that's happening? Pay more attention to how you engage a conversation with anyone, whether it be in person or online. Somebody might leave a really dumb comment on something completely out of context. You don't even know this person, but whatever they said made you so mad that you're going to dedicate the next 10 minutes of your life to typing up a response. Think about it the other way around. And you say something on someone else's post that's a little bit outlandish, a little outrageous, a little bold, but you know the person who posted it and they know you, they know your humor, they know who you are, they know what you really believe. So then somebody comes and attacks you with some response thinking that you're a piece of shit, but they don't know you, right? And that's the first thing that comes to your mind. You don't know me. How can you assume that of me? But then you just turn around and assume something of someone else just the same stop doing that Rusty's escape pod Rusty's escape pod